Hey guys, Tom Laird, voice of advice from a call center geek, CEO at Expedia. Hey, the podcast is brought to you by Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 600-seat call center outsourcer. I would love to talk to any of you looking to outsource any of your customer support or your sales functions, looking for political calling or, or just some extra overflow during the holiday season. If you are looking for any type of USA outsourcing support, hit me up. You guys know my LinkedIn. I'd love to talk. This is Advice from a Call Center Geek, a weekly podcast with a focus on all things call center. We'll cover it all from call center operations, hiring, culture, technology, and education. We're here to give you actionable items to improve the quality of yours and your customers' experience. This is an evolving industry with creative minds and ambitious people like this guy. Not only is his passion call center operations, but he's our host. He's the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing Group and the call center geek himself, Tom Laird. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Advice from a Call Center Geek, the Call Center Contact Center podcast, where we give you some actionable items to take back into your contact center, improve the overall quality, improve the agent experience, hopefully improve the customer experience as well. What's up? Happy Friday, everybody. As I record this, it is the uh, 17th of September. I uh, hope everybody's having a good one. I'm pretty excited. I'm a huge college football fan. I spent a little bit of time down in uh, Florida during college, so I got Florida, Alabama, which I'm pretty fired up with. But you know, we are in Western Pennsylvania, uh, and, and Penn State kind of rules the roost. So we got a nice little party for for Penn State Auburn uh, tomorrow <laughs> tomorrow night. So pretty excited for that. But anyway, hey, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Tom Laird. I am the CEO here at Expedia Interaction Marketing. Expedia is a, a 600 seat, like to say really high, technically enhanced contact center uh, located in uh, in northwestern Pennsylvania. I got something a little bit different for you guys today, and I don't really do too many things that are like, I don't know, team building activities or, um, you know, different ways to kind of you know, have a have a really cool conversation with with some of your your management team, your supervisors. But you know, one of the things that I have done is we, we kind of all sat down as a management team and we we said, "Hey guys, let's just brainstorm on you know the top ten customer service skills for the best call center agents." The discussion that we had with this was awesome. So I think I would love to see, and I, and it was so worthwhile that I wanted to even just you know to do a podcast on it. To have you guys take your team, and it's a great team building exercise, and you kind of laugh and you kind of throw things, and you also see what's really important to some of your management team, some of your supervisors, and maybe what's not. And it gets people to think a little bit to say, "Wow, maybe I should be focused a little bit more on on some of this stuff." So, again, this is our list here at Expedia. Um, some of it is soft skills, some of it is things that can be trained and educated, some of it is just a rep kind of preference on how they do things. I think a really, really cool kind of activity that can really, you know, build some team camaraderie, but also, you know, I think it, it can enhance your training and your educating and and really see maybe where some of your management team is either lacking or where your management team is really rocking and some of the things that you can probably take advantage of. So, all right, let's talk about my top 10 customer service, I should say our top 10 customer service skills for the best call center agents. Again, we came up with 10. We probably had about 25 to 30 at one time on the board. And this is kind of a, what the, the the group ended up voting on. So right, number one, and if you've listened to me, I don't think I would even let them choose anything else, right, is we always talk about the tone is the message. Um, so it's friendly tone, right? 
making sure that, you know, even when a customer says, or we, even when we have to say no to a customer, right? If we have that tone, you know, we can have them, the customer actually still say thank you. It doesn't happen all the time, but the, the high end customer service agents, that happens. The other thing I think is really important to realize is what friendly tone means different things in different places, right? So like, you know, for example, if you work for a, you know, a really hip like skateboard company, your friendly tone for your customer service reps may be different than a, you know, very stodgy customer service or insurance company. That still doesn't mean it's not friendly. It's just different levels of it. So ask your Ask your management team, really, you know, what what did we deal as deem as friendly, right? What does our culture say is friendly? And uh, I think, you know, that's a really good conversation to, to, to have and get everybody on the same page with, when they're coaching reps on, on what the tone should be for, for all the calls. Number two is patience, right? And a lot of these stem back from number one, right, back to the tone because they'll either affect the tone and again, tone is everything in, in, in my book, right? Tone and knowledge, but really, you know, tone is just such an important piece of this. But patience is so huge, right? Because patience is one of the number one ways that we can have poor customer services when a rep does not have patience. You know, and it's it, it's hard to do. It's a skill, right? So they, maybe they've been taking calls all day long and they finally get to the end of the day and there's just a customer that doesn't understand what they're saying, doesn't understand what the, the rep needs them to do for a tech support issue or won't give them a piece of information that they need or just doesn't get it, right? And that rep can, can fly off the handle pretty quickly. So being able to have agents that, that are patient, that understand, um, it's, a, it's, it's really a huge piece of 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 what uh, what service really is all about. All right, number three and number four, we kind of compromise, and they're kind of the same, but you know, so many people had some different takes on on really what they were. And, and number three is timeliness, right? And and number four is efficiency, right? So timeliness doesn't mean that we're quick, right? It doesn't mean that we're trying to get off the phone really fast, right? But the timeliness and efficiency is is making sure that you know we're doing a good job switching between screens that we understand where to go that we are competent with our technology right so the reps can go in and out of different screens and they understand where to go this also makes the customer feel comfortable right that this rep really knows what they're doing right they're quick right they're efficient they know where to be. They can get me the information I need in a timely manner. There's nothing more frustrating for a customer than to have, you know, a customer service rep be like, oh, just excuse me, ma'am. Oh, just having some screen problems. Oh, I just, oh, hold on. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, sorry. Right? Like all those types of things can really frustrate and kind of drops the level of service. All right. Number five, which I think is, you know, makes total sense is, is having knowledge about the services. And, you know, knowledge about the program that they're on, knowledge about the the product that they're dealing with. Now, understand this, though. Everybody needs to be trained. Everyone needs to be educated. But the problem that happens is we put our reps on our timeline too many times, right? So we'll say, hey, you know what? This is a two-week train. And at the end of two weeks, they need to be here. But I don't think that that happens regularly to everybody because we all learn a little differently. So 
you know, we have to make sure that these associates go out onto the floor. They have the knowledge, right, that they need about these with these services. So we put this on here because when you have somebody that just, you know, they just get it, right? It makes everything so much easier because you can get to tone better, right? You can talk about patience. You can talk about empathy, which I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk about here in a minute, but you're not actually talking about the actual product and the training of it. So again, you know, understand that it's not the agent's responsibility to acquire this knowledge, right? But it's definitely their job to utilize it. So make sure that while it might not be I'm not saying, let me throw this out there too. I'm not saying if you have a two-week train that somebody should take four weeks, right? But understand that sometimes it might take somebody a little bit longer to get to where everybody should be and they're going to be fine after that, right? So having that knowledge and having that rep that just has it, just gets it, I mean, those are the those are the, the, the really great customer service reps. All right, number six, which again stems from number one, is is positivity. And I'm not talking about being positive on your calls. I'm being being positive with your teammates, with your team members, with your supervisors, with just everybody that you interact with, that there's a positive vibe that comes off of you, right? That's a huge piece. Everybody has that person in a, in a contact center and vice versa. You have kind of that energy vampire as well, right? So having somebody who is positive, who's upbeat, who kind of gets everybody going, that's a huge piece of of, of customer service. And that energy just kind of goes off into into everybody and really raises the level. So I really like that one because it's not even something that you're doing on the phone. It's just kind of the type of individual that that you are. And you guys know here at Expedia, we're, we're attitude and effort. So positivity has a huge, huge piece of that. And, and we see that every day with you know some of those core customer service reps that we have that are awesome. All right, number seven, right? Number seven is empathy. And... I, I should not struggle with this, but I get really annoyed with the word empathy and what people really think it is, right? So how many times have you called, you know, an organization's customer service and they, you know, the customer service rep will say, oh, I'm really sorry to hear that. Can I have your name, right? They're not really sorry. They were told to read that, right? So those fake I'm sorry's, I think almost almost make the the experience worse, right? Because you feel like you're just going through the motions and this rep is going through the motions of a of a scripted response. So, you know, really to have, you know, a little bit of empathy, a little bit of understanding from an agent, you know, where the customer really feels like they're being listened to, right? That goes a long way in helping the customer find a solution. And it goes a long way into enhancing the the customer service and the customer support in your organization. That's a huge piece, right? Because most of the time, if you're in customer service, the customer has a problem. They have a question, right? You might have answered that same question 32 times in a row, but it's it's not their problem, right? They don't know that. And you have to make sure that you react like it is the first time you've ever heard that question. It's kind of like when you're on Broadway, right? And you do 400 shows in a year, right? You got to make sure that you know every single show is like your first because that's the first time somebody's going to see it. All right, number eight right, is is creativity, right? So not all the time are we able to educate or train on every single problem that a, a customer will be calling in for, right? So the great customer service reps find a way to figure it out, right? Whether that is with the tools that they have, right? And they kind of maybe look at things a little bit differently. They get help and they get assistance because they want that first call resolution, Right, because not not everybody may know the answer to it. You know the the 
customer service reps that aren't creative, what they do, they transfer the call, right? They say, hey, ma'am, there's nothing I can do to help you. They don't go that extra kind of distance, which we're going to talk about here, 10, right, to to really help. And I think that that's a huge piece of it to and that's, it's almost nothing you can train. That's more of an innate thing that a, that a customer service rep has, right? When they have that, that kind of that creativity where they want to help. And I think that's really important. Number nine is organization. And I'm not talking about like how clean their desk is, right? But this kind of goes again to the, that efficiency and timeliness. We all know certain customer service reps that, you know, some of you guys may have four or five different screens that they need to go to. And some reps just have things all over the place and they're unorganized and other ones have their screens so tight and so nice, right? I'm sure you're thinking of a, of a rep right now that has that, right? And they want it their specific way because it's the fastest way for them to think things through. And it might not be the fastest for everybody, right? But they're well-organized. They have that down pat. They know where to go, when to go. And, you know, they're planning ahead for it, right? And I think that's a that's kind of a cool aspect of it. And I really like that organization. That wasn't my idea. That was that was another manager's, but it makes makes total sense. And then number 10 is is just the willingness to go that extra mile, right? And that kind of stems from the creativity, it stems from tone, kind of stems from being efficient, kind of all those things, right? But ultimately the the customer's happiness depends on how well the rep solved the problem right? And what the, that experience was to get to that point. If they had to fight and argue and struggle and they got done, they're going to be okay. They're not going on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram and saying what a great experience they had, right? So that's the difference between getting something done and then going that extra mile to have the experience be awesome and fixing the problem at the same time, or having the experience be awesome, not be able to fix the problem, right? Maybe you can't refund. Maybe you can't, uh, you know, you can't send another part out. You can't send another TV to them, right? That they wanted, right? But if you can understand it, if you have empathy, if you have your positive in your tone, right? There's a lot of things that customers will understand and what will kind of take. So again, that, those are our 10 here at Expedia. I think do this with your team I'd love to hear some of these of, of what you have. If you can post on LinkedIn, maybe you can do like a, like a hashtag top 10 service, something like that. Um, I don't know, but I think it'd be cool to kind of maybe get that rolling as well. And I'd love to be able to see some of your top tens that you guys have talked through with your team. So again, I, I think that that's a, an, a pretty cool and fun exercise and gets, gets your brains going a little bit too with, with how you should be training and teaching and educating and, and some of the, strengths of your team members. Just uh, before I go here, we do have a LinkedIn channel. It's called LinkedIn Call Center Tips and Tactics. I think it's Tactics and Tips, actually. Um, So check that group out. There's a Facebook community for Advice from a Call Center Geek. And then, uh, again, my name is Tom Laird, CEO at Expedia. So just look me up on LinkedIn. I'd love to make sure that we're connected. I'm posting four to five to six to seven to eight to nine to ten times a day on all things contact center, call center, um, love to have your opinion and uh, get a conversation with you going as well. Last thing is if you ever have any questions, if you have any issues, um, you have a call center question, you know, I'm more than happy to help. I don't charge anything, you know, just kind of look me up. We'll schedule a 15, 20 minute call and, and see if I can help you in any way. Happy Friday again, guys. Have a great weekend and uh, go Penn State.